Hello and welcome to another episode of the Plus 63 HP podcast. I'm one of your hosts, John Clemente. Alongside with me are two of my bestest best friends. I'm going to start with the guy with the pink headset, Trevax. How are you doing? Oh, tiring week, but uh, back at it. And we're finally happy to be here. Welcome back, uh, boys. It's been, it's, we took a quick break, but we are coming back with fresh new content for all y'alls. Uh, our other co-host for all of our reviews episode and reacts episode is our friend from the West Coast. Arnie, how are you doing? West Coast. Oh, hi. Hello. Hello there. We're back. We're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> we are still alive. Uh, and if this is your first time on the channel, thank you very much uh, for the view. We love that you are helping us grow uh, this channel for like-minded individuals that like content. Uh, this is our review show that we drop usually on Mondays and Tuesdays where we, we deep dive into a particular series or a movie give our opinions and ratings so that you can be informed whether you should watch it by yourself or with your friends and family. We've been watching, we know it's a little bit late, but we've been watching an amazing new Disney Plus series, the season three of Mandalorian. And we have not reacted to and reviewed the very last episode. So for this particular one, it's going to be a quick, uh, short and sweet one. We will be discussing Mandalorian uh, season three episode eight uh and then we will be uh opening it up to uh, a new series is starting next week so uh so bear with us i know you've seen a lot of other reviews about this particular season the the series in this episode but this is our take of mandalorian season three episode eight so for the very quick synopsis of what had happened in the season finale i'm gonna turn it over to arnie arnie hit us up with the Season finale of The Mandalorian. Hello. So, yeah, so the, sto- uh, so the show starts immediately after Paz Vizsla's uh, heroic death. So we see Bo-Katan and the Mandalorians running, trying to retreat. They contacted Axe Wu, who, as we know, started jetpacking all the way to, to warn the fleet. So she basically filled him in on what's happened. Meanwhile, our hero, Din Djarin, was being carried to interrogation by two, I, I would guess, minions. Uh, of course, he escapes. And he goes on IG-12. a die hard. Go, <laughs> he, goes, he goes basically John, John Wick on John, John McClane. John McClane on everybody. And uh, IG-12 Grogu also helps him out. And then we get like a gauntlet ma- match where he's like taking on two... Uh, uh, troopers each time because of that ray shield uh so it was a it's a good action sequence if you're if you're in for action th- this last two episodes basically you know satisfies that appetite it, um, very little dialogue all, all very little dialogue and... which is <laughs> all punchy I mean, punchy all punchy punchy smashy smashy yes 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 no 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 right <laughs> uh and then of course um you know, once Axe Wolves makes makes it to the fleet, he tells all the Mandalorians to help out Bo Katan. So they all jet back out of their ships, and then he he stays with the capital's ship, which he uses as a distraction for all the tie interceptors that Moff Gideon uh, uh, launched. Uh, long story short, he crashes that that ship into the base. Which triggers this whole explosion uh, chain of events, 
and meanwhile perfect uh, aim too <laughs> or, or, yeah uh, and meanwhile uh, uh, Dinjarin and Grogu finds Moff Gideon's clones they destroy it and then they also find uh, Moff Gideon uh, and you know uh, some more action punchy punchy things happen and then the Praetorian guards arrive they they almost got uh, Din Djarin as well but IG-12 manages to distract the Praetorian guards and get, get separated from Mando and then Polkatan arrives with the dark saber and she and uh, Din Djarin uh, manages to distract Moff Gideon so that Din Djarin could go after the Praetorian guards and again a lot of uh, first jumps and uh, cute moments with the uh, Grogu, but of course, every it was so stressful because people thought that he will be killed off. But uh, you know, Disney's <laughs> not that dumb. Uh, but yeah, um, people so thought Mando that Grogu was gonna die. Well, there's some, but they were like, no. I mean, it's a mixture no of way. some people. They, yeah, they, there's a lot of people predicting and like you know. So, but basically, Grogu and Din Djarin basically a tag team it's, a, it's basically it's almost like a hell in a cell match <laughs> two versus three but of course Grogu uses the force to help out Din Djarin so they overcome the Praetorian guards and they go back and uh, find Pokatan who uh, you know it's a mismatch so that was a nice sequence with the with the gates with the gates the one yeah. and one the one and, and one and it made uh, the fight seen you know one it's more intense but yeah. also it you know every every it, it's good to kind of like make it a little bit more fair in terms of not eight is to one it's just like two and versus yes. one every good single level and he's also like good storytelling by uh by the fight so by the yeah. fight and then yeah. every every segment that he beats he gets more and more stuff yeah so it's like and, it, it makes the, the, sense like you get the weapons yeah. i like it yeah, plus you know it's you don't see uh, Dinjarin being very overpowered, uh, which a lot of uh, folks have criticized Star Wars for. There's a lot of uh, overpoweredness in certain characters, which I will not go through in this summary. But basically, uh, Bo-Katan and Moff Gideon have their one-on-one -on -one battle that she's been wanting since season two, um, and of course, the dark saber was destroyed by Moff Gideon. And when all hope was lost, then Jaren and Grogu joins the fight. So basically a three and one, kind of like WWE again. Uh, they triple tag team him, uh, and eventually, when uh, when the when the capital ship crashes, the explosion basically, this you know, Moff Gideon suffers the same fate as Gus Fring, gets blown up, and then Grogu and you know. Uses the force to protect his dad and his uh, stepmama, Bo-Katan, and and that's the end of the battle. And then, as the epilogue, say they uh, they started, they, I think they finished the uh, the baptism of Ragnar, finally. And there's no finally <laughs> there's there's no giant creature trying to kill him. But people were thinking, oh, maybe the Mythosaur will attack him or what? But no, it was just Grogu. And also, 
to make Grogu into a founding apprentice, Din Djarin officially adopts him. So now they're basically father or father and son now. And Grogu manages to connect with the mythosaur. So a lot of speculation about that again in the future of the show. And then uh, the, the dad and son goes back to Navarro where Grief Karga uh, gives him a cabin. And then IG-11, which uh, going back a little bit, then Jari meets up with uh, Carson Teva. Basically, he's going to be a bounty hunter for the New Republic unofficially. Mm -hmm. He gets an IG-11, an IG helmet, I mean, head, so that he could fix IG-11. And IG-11 becomes the uh, new marshal of Tavaro. I so, forgot that they still needed one too. It's like, oh, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> it was good. They, they set it up. I, well, Everybody thought they abandoned it when we got R5, but see, uh, people just needed to be more patient. So we got IG 11 again. So, so there we go. And, and, and then that's the end of the show. The final shot is just uh, Mando chilling out his cabin, and um, Grogu is just, you know, using the force to get more frogs. But it was a cute ending. And it did have a, a feeling of it being the end, the end. But then again, last season also felt like it was the end, the end. I think they're just making sure that, you know, uh, yeah. it's a nice hello. It's it's just Dying like a, a other nice people cap. on the internet. Ooh, good night, cutie boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're just like making sure that it's book ended. It, yeah. The, it, it's chapter so it's nice yeah. uh, also it's like you know you open yourself up to you know there are rumors that the mandalorian becomes like the mandalorians so it doesn't have to be just then it could be Bo, it could be yeah. um it could be uh boba fett right so i wouldn't mind like a, a low western episodic again like yeah, yeah. strange new worlds so that was yeah. yeah. So it's it's uh it I think I think it's a smart way to make sure that everybody is satiated. It's not a cliffhanger. They don't put back themselves into a corner in terms of a cliffhanger ending, so yeah. they can have options. So I I don't I don't mind whether Bo-Katan like the next season is Bo-Katan or Axe Wolves or mm -hmm. or Mercedes. What's her name? Monet. Mercedes Monet. Uh, Sasha Banks. Sasha right? Banks. I, or or Boba Fett. So it's nice. Yeah. I hopefully I actually hope that maybe the next season is an equal split among all of them. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, and the thing is, we all uh, we haven't talked about this ever since uh, Star Wars Celebration. They announced that there's going to be a movie Dave Filoni's directing that will tie up everything. So all, basically, all the basically, it's like the Avengers level type of a movie. So yeah, so we just have to be patient for that. So yeah, so that's basically season three. Uh, I wouldn't say controversial. It's just people just had bigger expectations but you know what yeah. if if they're good writers well there's a writer's strike maybe they could strike uh, they could write their own now and see if it gets made <laughs> that's true well so, they have a little bit of time to take a break but with that Chubas, what are your final thoughts and rating on the last episode and the season of the mandalorian season three? Oh, we, we loved it we we're watching with my kids i, I love the final yeah. episode the only issue if it's just nitpicking but it's still a big leap is the axe wolves going straight to the going to space to the space <laughs> like 
uh, what was this? Like, most of the cult Mandalorians couldn't even just follow the big bird in, in, in whatever planet that was, and then axles can just go fly straight out of the atmosphere 100%. through a storm. So in that teeny teeny jetpack. So, I mean, uh, they they yeah. do have high better technology. There, they were the ones in. That's the only thing that I'm thinking of, like an explanation. They have like, the money. They, they have better equipment, <laughs> so it could be like a, you know the Mercedes Benz of jetpacks, even though it's small. So maybe he's the only one. Like if if uh, Paz Vizla has the minigun, he's the only uh, one that has the minigun. He might th- he might have the yeah. jetpack that flies. Paz Vizla had it. the SUV of jetpacks. <laughs> That's the only it's, thing that really popped off as like too much for me, but. Everything else, uh, I loved like um, the Mando Die Hard scene was fun in inter- uh, splicing mm-hmm. it with uh, was it R five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the R five adventure also was, Opening. was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then um, what was this? I love, I love the sequence where all the Mandos flying get together, mm-hmm. and then and then they all fly down meeting the the Beskar stormtroopers. That scene mm-hmm. was choreographed really well. Like all the shots yeah. and the armor, mm-hmm. you know, bang, bang. Like oh, you, was... still using a hammer. Yeah, and uh, the, whatever. Yeah, so, and tongs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tongs. It's well shot. Uh, the well, well shot. Well said. You did the choreographed. Uh, yeah. I, I really liked it. And then, uh, the, the it's fight. basically what it's basically Clone Wars in live action because I remember we did there was have like that, that kind of scene yeah yeah in Clone Wars so yeah that, so that was cool and then uh, I love that they're doubling down on like these desperate like uh, almost uh, like endangered species of the Mandalorians like they finally realized that we're like Aside from the Jedi's and the Sith, we're probably the most badass people in the world, and the only thing that mm. always beats us is our division. Our, our, yeah, you're yeah. fighting, mm-hmm. and yep. it doubles it down with everything, like the story with the, uh, uh, you know, a bow almost getting killed by, uh, like, uh, hitting a wall with um, Gideon, and then only for Mando to come back and, yeah. uh, because you know they're stronger together. And also with destroying the dark saber because it was a crutch, you know. Yeah. It's like it's a stupid thing to like. Oh, who has it as a leader? Like it's, it's just like Excalibur, man. You don't. It's not a functioning government to have. It, yeah, it, it just sucks. So I don't. I, I like it. I don't know where we're going from here, but yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people were, uh, I, um. I guess, I don't know, disappointed or shocked to how season 3 played out. Uh, they I just like have it. a lot of attachments. I think it's more yeah. of your expectations. And for me, yeah. I, I like yeah. I like not knowing. I like, you know, give me what yeah. you got. And I'm really very entertained. And me and my kids love it. And uh, yeah, Show us what you got. I mean, the, the three-on-one versus Moff Gideon was really cool. With, uh, yeah. Uh, Grogu helping out and uh, even the Mando uh, Praetorian guard fight with Grogu helping out yeah. I mean it's so simple the things that they can do but at the right time it can really yeah. win the fight you know just a little force yeah. push and pull yeah so, uh, I, I and, I, and, I, and, I, and I found it funny there's people in the internet <laughs> 
complaining, oh, it's whenever Grogu jumps, they seem like they just got a puppet and tossed it and just hit record. Like, yeah, because he is it a is. puppet. A bit. <laughs> yeah. What did you expect? It's yeah. Star Wars. You you hated the CGI Yoda, and then now when they come back with puppets, they yeah, so never be, satisfied. Yeah. So like for me, like I like it. He is an actual puppet that's being tossed out all around. <laughs> uh, and your rating, Chibak? I'll go with a nine for this for the episode and for the season as well. I just enjoyed it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I the I extremely enjoyed the season. The action was you know taken up two three notches compared to all the other Star Wars series and all the other Mandalorian series. So I really appreciated that. It's every episode was extremely fun, but mm-hmm. I do understand that of course like the 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 story. It's not necessarily weak, but it didn't really push the boundaries of storytelling like we've seen in Andor and like what we experienced mm. recently with The Last of Us. So that's understandable why people may kind of, you know, maybe their expectations were a little too high in or you know, and they forget they forget the entertainment value. Mm-hmm. And they kept on saying that maybe there's a, a boundary that needs to be pushed. It's not every day that you can have a series that will be as groundbreaking as Andor, right? Special, so, special is special. If everything was special, nothing is. Exactly. Nothing is. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. I think, but that's. I think it's just good. I mean, I like the idea that people are still, um, you know, you, you know, I want expectations to be high. I want these studios to really, really make uh, of course, of amazing. Course. Uh, mm-hmm. stuff for us and i think you know mando was that thing it's yeah it's very simple if you really look at it i was i was watching episode maybe seven and eight in the background and i realized how little dialogue they have that they'll probably have speak a few speaking moments in the first third of the episode and then very little throughout the episode already a lot of traveling a lot of one-way uh-huh. talking by by uh, din and then grogu um and sometimes i was like wait that's nice it's nice mm. to just actually watch something very pretty and mm. the good thing about it is every episode had an action piece and 90 mm. percent of the action pieces were great like mm-hmm. that even even the action the cgi action pieces of dog fighting with you know uh the uh, different ships right so we get all of all flavors we have giant beasts we have uh beskar armor stormtroopers versus mandalorians we got different types of weapons it's like it's it's so visually pleasing like yeah even at the end with the, the force shield by by grogu Cool. And then everything was like, again, it's it's one of those things that will I be watching this season over and over? No. But if I go on YouTube and they have top 10 best fight scenes in Mandalorian, I'm sure a lot of it will be coming up in season three and then I'll be watching mm-hmm. that too. So with that, I, I give it a high eight. Like it's solid. It pushes the boundary. You know, it doesn't make a new, uh, you know, it doesn't, you know, make new ground in cinema, but I like this is, I think, hopefully the baseline of all Star Wars series moving forward. I hope it's this. It's solid. It's episode per episode. There's a big through line, but you know, you make make the most of the of the weapons, the actions, and the characters. And I hope again, again, this is not bad. This is not Boba Fett, which is a lot of disappointing episodes and a lot of really good episodes. This one is like solid through and through, and it's. Really centered around Din, 
Grogu and um Bo Katan and then all all of the things make sense, right? Bo, you know, what's their all ship of the name? Stuff. Bojarin. Boj Din Bo Bodin. Bodin. Uh Bodin. Uh no. Arnie, your rating and final thoughts. Final thoughts. Well, we just had we've been blessed with Andor. Uh plus, you know. So I'll give it a, a high nine for me. Uh considering where it came from, we just had Luke Fing Skywalker season two finale and then for what we got after that it's a it's a good satisfying story because where else would you go right uh, you already got luke skywalker what other surprise would you want that that would satisfy all these fanboys what cal Kestis? well yeah if you play the video game but if you don't play the video game they're like who's that <laughs> right so so considering that we what we got, yeah, uh, I I love the season. I loved all the cameos. Uh, Jack Black, Peaches, oh, you know, yes. <laughs> so basically, uh, we had Christopher Lloyd. Uh, we got the Dark Saber. We got Katie F. Sackoff the entire season. Uh, I there's a I think there's a podcast or a YouTube video I was I saw that she was like looking at all the fan reactions and that she was feeling depressed and then her husband's like, no, they all loved you and then there's two percent that just you know wants yeah, to do some <laughs> some dirty stuff with you but yeah but other than that you'll be fine and and she was fine and and yeah it was a Bo-Katan focus season considering we that Pedro had Last of Us. If you remember, oh, yeah. back... no, zero, zero Pedro face this season. Yeah, but the thing is, like normally, because yeah, it doesn't make but... sense, you know. They pushed it yeah, last time, which makes sense when they did it. So it's like yeah. weird that he goes all through all this and then takes it off again. Like, yeah, you know, well, I mean, I just like, I think, you know, I was hoping that at the, at the house, at the very, very final scene. Maybe while Grogu was outside, he comes inside and starts eat, takes off and eats something, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm totally yeah. fine with it. But the thing is, considering before, because remember, one of the reasons uh, Kit Harrington was having trouble with HBO is because they have him for a multi-year contract. He has to keep the same appearance, yada, 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 yada. So the other movies that he had to make, he looked like Jon Snow, mm -hmm. right? But with Pedro, because... Well, it's, yeah. he's in a helmet, but Mostly Star Wars like, voice. oh yeah, I mean, your voice actor just gave us like two hours a day to say lines, which also why there's not a lot of dialogue, but we got The Last of Us and we but, got yeah, season three Then also, it's not like he's... he's uh, it, it makes sense with the character yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. So, so, like, even with Bo, like if, yeah. even with Bo, if there's like some episodes or some shoot scenes where we don't need your face, that's good. Yeah. So you yeah. can preserve your actors. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, and Katie did mention that in that show that yeah, there were some scenes that she wanted to do the stunts, but she was like, uh, you know what? That's the last time I, I hurt my back a little bit. So yeah, let's have the stunt double do it. So yeah, so so for I, me I also like how like season season two and Boba Fett was like uh the seasons of cameos. Mm -hmm. And season three they didn't push it too much. Like, I mean, Jack Black was a cameo, but that's more, it's not like a character cameo, like we knew who mm -hmm. he was. It was just like yeah. an actor, you know? 
so they didn't push it too much here like it didn't make sense for another you know some other guys to come out or yeah. you know so yeah, people were expecting, and, and to be honest, I did kind of expect a little bit of Ahsoka for to to launch the Ahsoka series. But then again, Ahsoka has her own series, so let's wait for that. And we already got the trailer. And she already so. showed up, so she, she doesn't need to be launched again because it was already yeah, launched. Exactly. Yeah, the back door, uh, but we did get Zeb. We did get Zeb. I, I was hoping for one more Zeb in that last scene with Carson Teva, but you know what? Mm-hmm. One Zeb is fine. Uh, we did get that, so that's. I'm, I'm happy, happy. We, we got the uh, uh, who who voices IG Eleven again? Taika Waititi. Taika. Uh, yeah, he's back. Uh, although I, I love the IG Twelve uh, concept, uh, <laughs> so. So in a way, like uh, Gus Fring got killed by somebody on a like a ding ding, <laughs> again. But but yeah, but basically, again, it's you know considering where it, season two ended, season three could have been much worse, to be quite honest. But yeah, especially with you know uh, Kara Dune's character being written off. Uh, but yeah, uh, everything. Is as I wanted, I guess. It's it's not exactly what everybody wants, which is fine. Yeah. Again, if you're a good enough writer, your whatever stories you want will be written and will be shown, will be made. But and, this is what David like, David John wanted. So like Zhong also said, like the writing may not have been groundbreaking, but like you know, uh, I'm Solid. watching in in the room with my kids and my wife and. Yeah, watching it, the TV, the, the the scenes that we're getting is as close to cinematic in the theater as we can get. You know, the shots and the and the epicness. Yeah. It does what it does. So it may not be groundbreaking writing wise, but other aspects. Yeah. It's that's not the only aspect that can be done yeah. well or should be done well. Not, not everything can be Andor, Last of Us, the early Game of Thrones seasons. So, I mean. As long as it's not Game of Thrones season seven, I'm good. <laughs> so, you know, so yeah, a, a high nine out of 10 for me. And I can't wait for the Ahsoka series, the skeleton crew, and whatever else that Filoni, uh, the Mandiverse is going to offer us, you know. So, yeah, I'm excited for us. Ahsoka will be lit. I need to watch Rebels now. What month is that? August. Ahsoka? August. 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 And then, uh, Sabine, yeah, oh, so cool. and then all right, and then Hera. So, yeah, oh, Mary Elizabeth Winston, Mary, yeah, my my ex girlfriend, Miss Be- Mary Elizabeth, Miss uh, Miss Miss uh, Be- Miss Obi Wan, pala, Miss Obi Wan, Miss Miss Kenobi, Miss Kenobi, Miss Kenobi. Kenobi, uh, Miss Cloverfield Lane. Anyway, uh, mm. that is our thoughts, uh, and opinions about the last episode of season three of The Mandalorian. Uh, catch us uh, next week when we start discussing one of like my my feel good shows of of ever. Every time that I feel a little down, I pop any episode in any season of Ted Lasso, and I'm extremely entertained. So we're gonna start Ted Lasso starting next week. Join do you want to do you want to have... do one episode or three? Maybe we'll do three. Well, it's um, let's we'll divide it. Either first half, second half, or first third, second third, last third. I think it's only ten episodes, so it might be think, finished in. I don't know. I think maybe we, yeah, let's try one. I, I like to dissect it. Okay, let's let we'll so, deep dive. Yeah, we'll, so we'll we discuss further, but most likely we'll deep dive. 
Yeah, episode one of Ted Lasso. But with that, in behalf of Arnie from the West Coast, Chabak from the Philippines, I'm Jong from New York. We will see you in the next video. Goodbye. This is the way.